celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Well, actually, Judy's screening calls right now. Toll free, 1-866-405-8405. Welcome. Is this your first week? Sit down. Grab your animal. Come around the radio. Call us toll free. We have a doctor who answers your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani from Animal Planet and most recently QVC. He's your groomer. He's our groomer. Animal communicator Joey Turner bridging that gap. And boy, does she make the phones ring. Whatever you think, I don't care. The phones ring when Joy comes on the air. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, tells it just like it is. He doesn't hold back. You may be offended, and we're an equal opportunity offender here at Animal Radio. <laughs> and we have our animals around in the studio, too. We have uh, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, and Mika. Sometimes Gurney comes in. Gurney Joey's bird. bird. They all seem to get along. Stacy Cohn, she would bring in her horse, but they're they're too big, and I appreciate that she doesn't because I wouldn't want to clean up after that. I think the animals get along better than us humans do. They sure do. You know, they say that uh, the average New Year's resolution lasts about six days. That's oh. the max that people keep it. So one of them is obviously that everybody wants to get in shape and lose some weight. What's a good way to do it? Get that dog of yours out there to pull your rear end around. I'll give you some tips about it coming up on Animal Radio News. By the way, I wanted to mention, speaking of New Year's resolutions, Joey, third week, you look great. You look svelte. Uh, you're, you're looking hey, less and less soprano-like, i got to say, though. You, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm 20, um, 23 or 24. Well, let's say 24 because it sounds better. 24 pounds Whoa. down. Wow. And do you want to share how you're doing this, or is it, you know, on the QT? It's, you know what? I'm just, I just, like, cut out, like, um, white flour and sugars, basically. Oh, that's, that's all it. I eat. I I'd I starve. I didn't change. Well, you know what? That's it, it, it's a big problem for me, and I yeah. make sure I eat five meals a day, small ones, not the size I used to eat. Yeah, no breads, no. In the gym, I'm I'm back in the gym. That's so, cool. You know, I'll be back at my fighting weight soon. I make no resolutions because I keep no resolutions. <laughs> so, unlike I don't have the willpower that Judy and that uh, Joey Joy. Dr. Debbie all have. Well, you do keep your resolution. Your resolution is not, not to make any, and you do keep it. I do that. Yes, you I do. do that. What kind of tip are we looking at today? You know, I had two two of them today. Whoa. And um, one was, um, well, I'm not going to give you two, because one was these minerals that I've been working um, with, putting into the dog's coat and making it look unbelievable. I think I'm going to hold it off till next weekend, because Ooh. there's a few things I want to try, but it's really cool stuff, so you're going to have to wait till next weekend on it. The other thing was, is I come across an old recipe for a great ear cleaning, some an ear care um, for your dog and cat. An ear care cleaner. That's hard to say. An ear, ear care, care cleaner. cleaner. <laughs> say that three times fast. Ear okay. care cleaner. Ear yeah. care cleaner. Well, ear of care course, cleaner. Judy would be the idiot oh, oh, that good, could Judy. do that. That's good. <laughs> show off. Yeah, she is. Uh, by the way, Frankie Avalon, you booked Frankie Avalon for the show? You know what? I was such a teenage fan of his. I remember when I was a teenage watching the Beach Blanket bingo movies with him and Annette Funicello and thinking he was just such a dream. And I always thought Annette Funicello. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we really are dating ourselves, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's before my time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you lie. He's still wearing a beeper. He still has a little pager on his. <laughs> Good girl. Good girl. And this is the Animal Radio. It sure is. And you know, you know who's on the show today is Kenneth Phillips. He's an attorney. 
and he represents people that get bitten by dogs, mostly? You know, we need to find out. I don't know if it's people or if your dog's bitten by another dog. Huh, okay. Yeah, it's good to be both. Yeah. It's a big industry this day and age. No, oh, it's a special industry now. We have attorneys <laughs> that just specialize in this. Oh, my gosh. The, the, we live in the in the uh, so happy society. <laughs> this is the, this is industry. Never have any depression. This industry never will come out of the business. Now, this guy specializes in this kind of law. And he's actually written a book called What to Do If Your Dog Is Injured or Killed. Hmm. You know, they treat animals like property. Right. Replacement value. Like you can just go out and buy a new one. Which is too bad. I know there's laws or legislation to try to change that. There has been for many years, of course. Slow in the making, though. It really is. I think there's a few counties that think of animals not as property. Can you imagine that, thinking that your animal is considered a a thing? Yeah. 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. I'm Hal Abrams. And I'm Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405. Judy is screening your calls right now for groomer Joey Volani, Dr. Debbie, animal communicator Joey Turner, and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And Stacey Cohn working hard in the newsroom. Anybody that owns a dog feels that it's heroic. It provides love and affection for you daily, and no matter what you look like or what you might say. But certain dogs actually go above and beyond the human-animal bond to protect and serve their two-legged companions. These dogs are going to be honored at the Hero Dogs Award. I'll tell you all about that and how you can nominate a dog coming up on Animal Radio News. I'm nominating Ladybug for next year. I second that nomination. What about you, Joey? <laughs> it's Miles. No, I got you. dogs. Listen, I got dogs of my own here. I Why is it you never bring dogs. Miles in? You only bring in Gurney the bird. Because they're terriers and they would run havoc in this in in the studio and they pee all over as well. I don't know. I think Vladi might take care of that. Bring him in next week, will you? Yeah, if I'll, they I'll pee in the in. studio, I'll take I'll I'll clean it up. Okay. I'll make okay, sure. You got it. I'll take all the blame. You for got it. it. We have all of ours in studio with us right now. In fact, Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, as I've mentioned before, she's she's actually running the board. She's a very smart dog, and she, she knows all this electronic stuff. If she wasn't here, I wouldn't know what to do. You ought to see her just running around all the desktops. And then we have the uh, studio cat, which is uh, Boog. He's laying in the corner supervising with his kind eyes closed. Kind of directing, closed. telling yeah. us what to do, yeah. pretty much. And he's, In fact, he's giving us the signal right now to move on. <laughs> So uh, let's go to the phones. If you want to talk to any one of the Dream Team, Dr. Debbie is here answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, and of course, Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. It is toll-free. Let's do it. Let's do it. Which one are we going to? Let's go to line four. We have Rick. Hey, Rick. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you doing? Good. I have Dr. Debbie here. Yes, I I have a chocolate lab. She's about six years old, and... uh, She's got some real flaky skin. We've taken her to the vet a couple times, and they've put her on prednisone, and my wife's got some hot spot spray that she's been spraying on her. And we've switched her dog food, but she still gets these bumps. She's losing some of her hair. Okay. And we don't know what else to do with her. We've been giving her oatmeal baths and leaving the oatmeal shampoo on her for quite a while. uh, And with her being flaky, is she flaky all over or, the, or is the flake kind of more like stuck to her skin and coming off in like patches yeah it's coming off into patches 
Is she on any kind of flea tick control here? Yeah, we give her, uh, what is it, um, I can't even think of the name of the stuff now. The, the, we get it from the vet. What's it? Okay. It's always I hard when the vet asks right. you the, I, I have that all the time where I'll ask people, what food do you feed? And it's kind of like deer in the headlights. They're like, oh, it's the blue yeah, bag. Right. It's the one with the little slash on it. <laughs> so right. so yeah. that's okay. All right. Well, with a, a Labrador, definitely we have a lot of different potential causes when we're talking about skin problems. So the good old seasonal allergies combined with food allergies tend to be a really big pot of potential causes for that type of problem. So, you know, some of the things you're doing aren't bad. And if we're not making headway, then I'd certainly want to try looking at doing a couple other things there. Um, for any dog with itchiness, hair loss, dry skin, one of the really natural things that I'm a fan of doing is supplementing omega fatty acids. So typically these tend to be the fish oils. So we're not talking about just taking Crisco or um, pouring vegetable oil on the food. Those tend to be higher in omega-6 fatty acids, and we really need to supplement in dog's diet the omega-3s, which are naturally poor in dog foods. That's just something we have to add in. So fish oils would be a great place to start to add that in uh, as an oral supplement. Um, We've been giving her a couple capsules of fish oil every day. Things just haven't changed there either. So. Okay. All right. And being a Labrador, some of the other common problems that can be linked with skin disease can be thyroid disorders. So if you haven't already had this baby's thyroid level checked, that would be something that I would definitely recommend. Hypothyroidism or an underactive thyroid can definitely cause problems with hair loss. It can cause problems with dry skin, even things like weight gain. And, and gosh, most Labradors love those calories, so they grab on those calories really well. So uh, that mm-hmm. might be something worthwhile looking into. And uh, in many cases, even if I don't see them, I'll either do a test for skin mites or I'll just go ahead and start treating for mites, especially when we have some chronic problems. There are some various yeah. types of mites that can be present, and they're not visible by the naked eye, that can complicate some of these skin therapies when we're doing this. So that would be one other thing to consider trying. And then a diet management, for me, um, if we can play hardcore, tough love mom and dad, then that is a great strategy when we have a dog that we're worried about the skin and maybe they have some food allergy. And that basically is not just simply changing brands of food, but really working with your veterinarian to find a hypoallergenic diet. And that means we have to be very super strict in the household. No treats, no rawhides, no goodies off of mom and dad's plate, um, no even edible um, supplements, things like heartworm preventatives. We have to switch to the kind that don't have flavorings in them. Um, Those type of things we have to really limit if we're doing a very serious food trial. Um, And there's different strategies with that. Uh, We've talked some on the show before about the hydrolyzed protein diets um, as well as the novel protein diets. And there's different schools of thought with that. Um, But that would be something to also talk to your veterinarian because that's kind of a two-hour lecture from Dr. Debbie. <laughs> As Hal says, sometimes I can get, I can get kind of passionate you about these passionate. topics. You are passionate. Yes. Um, but I think that is one of the things. And actually, we know compliance with food allergy prescriptions. When I give a prescription to someone and say, okay, I'd like you to follow this hypoallergenic diet, research shows that only 20% of pet owners can actually do that because of household f- 
situations um, and also just compliance because it is tough. So that would be one right. thing that if, if you can do it and you can kind of put all your efforts into that, that one thing might make a big difference. Um, so mm-hmm. that would be another thing to really look at for this kid. And in some cases, if I do all these things and we're still feeling like we're treading water and we're not getting ahead of the game, um, you know, there are veterinary dermatologists if we need to do specialized allergy testing um, or even just a, you know, consultation to give us some direction. So if that's something where your veterinarian feels like they've kind of taken it as far as they can, um, you know, see if that's an option for you as well. Okay. But uh, there's, a, there's a lot more that we can do. It just depends on um, how aggressive you want to get about getting an answer. I've actually gone to taking a biopsy sometimes of, the, of pet skin and we'll find out, oh, that's a hormone-related disease. Oh, my gosh. We need to check this dog's for uh, thyroid disorders. We need to check this dog for a Cushing's disease. And it gives us a different direction. Okay. Now, we have we have two other labs. We've got another chocolate lab puppy. She's seven months old. And then we got a yellow lab that's eight years old. And, and they don't have it. So would the mm-hmm. mite spread if, if that was what it was? Some kinds can, but others can be more of an immune problem, so it can be an individual problem. Um, okay. Particularly, demodex type mites are not typically contagious in the normal sense of the word. And it okay. sounds like you're a man who loves his labs, just like uh, oh, my we household. Do. We've, this is our fifth one now. Well, we've had five already, and a couple of them. Oh yeah, we love our dogs. Uh, well, they're they're all close with you, I'm sure. And, and oh and, yeah. Um, well, best wishes with you there, Rick, and I, I hope that gives you a little direction there with that baby and uh, you know I I don't know if you have a preference on the labs I find that chocolate labs sometimes I do see a little bit more skin disease in them especially food allergies one 405 is the number here it is toll free to talk to any one of what we call our dream team I think you'll agree Animal Radio is brought to you by New from Bayer Animal Health. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours. Canine Advantage 2 for dogs only repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Both products are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are registered trademarks of Bayer. Provide your pet protection from biting pests with an easy once-a-month application. Advantage 2 quickly kills fleas within 12 hours on cats and dogs. Canine Advantage 2, for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are waterproof and kill all flea life stages. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantage 2 are available at your veterinarian or favorite pet specialty retailer and are registered trademarks of Bayer. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Hi, this is Joy Behar on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pets.
It is Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. I'm Hal Abrams. I'm Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405. You can also email us, too. Your voice at AnimalRadio.com. Coming up in just a few minutes, attorney Kenneth, what is his last name? Kenneth Phillips. Phillips. And he has found a career in representing those that have been bitten by dogs or dogs that bite. We'll find out all the details in just a few minutes. a pretty big industry. Uh, Vlade, you see this all the time. Oh, my gosh. And as a matter of fact, as the um, ultimate expert, one of the ultimate experts in this field, I participate in a lot of court hearing as the witness expert. Attorney like Vlade because they tell that Vlade tells to the jury things as it is. Um, they sometimes prefer me... Um, not getting anyone with PhD things like that because they say those people complicate issues more than what it is. And I have to tell you people, in this economy, people sue each other, not just even for the dog bite. We had a case, stupid lab just jump on someone. He didn't want to even bite anyone. He wants to grab the ball. Like a, like a ball, you know, tennis ball and uh, knock the person down. The people came up with all type of excuses and sue that person. Oh my gosh. Or we had a robber, really thief, who got into this house he, you know, and he still sued the people because the Rottweiler bit him because he said, oh, I was drunk. I didn't know what, I mean, it just confused the house. Look, people, uh, law will, especially in California, but I think everywhere, will never be on your side. Make sure your dogs are not aggressive. Make sure if you see any early signs of aggression, that's why I'm specializing in be looking for the help. Or, like you say in America, you will be quickly up the creek without better. <laughs> Uh, up the creek without the paddle. Okay, that that works. Yep. You ready for some email, Vladi? Oh, I have more answers than you have a question. Just th- let's do it quick, quick, quick. Airtime is very expensive. Janice writes us and she says, someone wants to sell us a nine-week-old puppy. Is that too young? No, it's not. Between six and eight weeks and between six and nine eight, uh, uh, weeks, that's perfect. Be aware of the breeders or anyone who wants to sell your puppy before Eight weeks. Run away from them. That's going to be a problem. Those puppies who are not socialized with another puppies or with its own mother, they will be potentially be aggressive to another dog. Next. Okay. Blair from uh, Toledo, Ohio writes, Is it safe to let our new puppy lick my kids in the face before it has all of its vaccinations? It is not safe to lick your faces or your kids' faces at any even given time. It has nothing to do to vaccinations. We in Europe don't do that. Russian mother always say, wash your hands every time when you touch the dog. Dogs have a certain infection, not infection, I would say, parasites. When if it gets into the human body, you will never be able to rid of them. Don't do that. Plus, it could be dangerous. The dog can snap eventually someone in the face. Next, I I'd let uh, Ladybug lick me in the face all the time. I guess I shouldn't do that anymore. No, you hate me, Vlad. I let my dogs, my cats, and my horses so, uh, lick me. So, <laughs> so don't kiss me after that. Okay. Next question. Okay. We, we, we in Europe love pets no more than you guys, but when don't just don't do that. Okay. Next one. Uh, Jim from Indian Hills, Colorado, writes: We bought a puppy for my ten-year-old son. How much responsibility should we give him in taking care of the puppy? How old is the son? Ten-year-old. 
10 years old. In around that time, parents getting the puppies for the kids and after that stuck, stuck with them, themselves. Well, uh, how much responsibility? The kid needs to feed the puppy. Uh, the kid needs to take the puppy for a walk in the presence of the adults and do maybe, of course, cleaning and if the pee and poop, that's the great time of uh, showing the child so he needs to take care of someone else. It's a great experience, by the way, raising the child and raising the dog at the same time. So this is the type of uh, responsibility you can give, but you cannot just, you know, allow the child supervise the dog without your supervision. That's not going to work really well, and a lot of people get into the trouble by having, by making this type of the mistake. Because when the cat is away, mouse can play, uh, puppy can uh, confuse. Uh, him, puppy uh, dogs are wonderful psychologists. They, they they know your kid is immature, and they can take advantage of the situation. <laughs> Next. Sonia from Washington, D.C. says our new puppy won't stop eating no matter how much we feed her. Is something wrong? Nothing wrong unless it's a Labrador Retriever or Golden who are eating like a vacuum cleaners. Okay. Uh, so if this is two breeds, you have to just limit it or you can use the special uh, feeding bowls, uh, which has, um, some of them comes now in, the, I, I love the one which has a, like a feeding bowl and it also has a big bowl, like a rotation, rotation bowl and the dog needs to eat under that. So it's a slowing them down. Or here's another secret. You can sprinkle Miracle substance, MSM, it's just sulfur, organic sulfur. In, in Russia, every woman take it for the beauty. In America, people take it for joint health. So you're not going to hurt the puppy or dog because they're developing their ligament, their joints. At MSM, sprinkle over the food. The dog will slow it down because it has a bad taste. <laughs> I had to hold Joey down for making a comment about Russian women. Here. Hey, listen, we're going to go back to the phones, one 405 Yeah, Russian women are hot. And I believe we have Phil on the phone. Hi, Phil. How are you doing? I am doing wonderfully. Oh. I am just on top of the world. I have two little puppies, and um, I wanted to, to let Joy know that it's such. Um, I am so much in her debt. I am so much in her. Well, she's right here. You're telling her. Hi, oh, Phil. Goodness. Hi, Joy. How are you? I'm pretty magnificent. How about yourself? I, if I had a complaint, I don't think I would let anybody know it. That's good. <laughs> um, can I ask you, Phil? Can I ask? This is the live Russian dog wizard. You said you you love to be in her bed. Why not? Not in mine. I'm just curious. Oh, I don't know. I guess I'm biased. I don't know. <laughs> you don't like Russians? I love Russian. I love. You no, know, I was raised not not to trust Russian. Okay. <laughs> and the Russians were raised not to trust me. And I, think I know that. <laughs> I think we got rid of all that crap, and now we can just be people that just uh, appreciate each other for who we are and what we can contribute. Absolutely. You're absolutely right. Listen, I, I talked with Joy several weeks ago when I had lost my little puppy Piper to a golf cart. She had been run over two, two days short of six months. You're going to have to speak up, buddy. I they are are you able to hear me? Much better. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, I um, I wanted to call and thank Joy for the wonderful advice that she gave me. It was so perfect and so accurate. And I've got these two little, I've got Molly and she's four pounds, and I've got Daisy and she's two pounds. And they are just the light of my life now. They're, they're, they're sisters, direct sisters from the next litter from my uh, 
least puppy's mother. Mm. So, what what kind are they? They're so small. They are Yorkies. Oh, okay. And I want to thank you so very much, Phil. I really, really appreciate the feedback. I am just so grateful to you, and I would, I would really love to communicate with you on a, you know, rather than on the radio. I would rather uh, maybe I'm going to email you, and maybe we can set up some kind of time where if you can help me to understand these little people. I'd be delighted to. It's always my pleasure. And you can go to joyturner.com. You'll find links to emails and phone numbers. And any way you want to get in touch with me, we'll be there. I certainly appreciate it. And once again, thank you to all of you, all of you on your show and all that you do and the comfort that you give to people and certainly the difference you make in these little companions lives thank you so much for the accolades we appreciate you listening tell a friend about it you take care now okay you too Phil. 1-866-405-8405 and we have april on the phone hi april welcome to animal radio i have joy turner here for you thank you hi. thanks for taking my call hi april and how can i help you today hi joy i have um a dog his name is granite he's a pointer mix and um He's very nervous driving in the car, and I just would like to hear from him on what I can do to help him. (laughs) Did you get him from a shelter? Yes, I did. What he was telling me is that the car makes him afraid that he's going to basically not come back, and it has to do with however he got to the shelter, whoever had him before must have dumped him out of the car and left without him is what he's showing me. So a way you could help him with that is to, first of all, understand that when you talk to your dog, you're going to make pictures in your mind, but most people don't know that, so they don't pay attention to the pictures. And for Granite, what I would do is tell him, hey, baby, we're going wherever you're going, and if you know what it looks like, show him a picture of that in your mind and explain to him slowly so that you can make pictures all along the way what you're going to be doing there. And then be sure to end with the fact of showing him that you're all going to get back in the car and you're all going to drive home again. Okay. And that's going to help reassure him, but you're going to need to do that consistently. Right, right. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for your call, April. one 405 Coming up before the end of the show, pop icon Frankie Avalon will be joining us. Great. We don't want to miss that. Also, in just a few minutes, we're going to be talking to Kenneth Phillips. He's an attorney, and he represents bite victims. And what he has to tell you may shock you. It did me. And, of course, we are all here to take your phone calls. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani. Animal communicator Joy Turner. And Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Employers are cutting back on everything lately. Your 401k is not being matched. You don't get health benefits. But you know who might get some health benefits? Your pet. Employers are now incorporating health benefits for your pets. <laughs> is that great or what? To me, uh, with a whole zoo um, and no kids at home, I'd rather have my animals insured. I don't care about my kids anymore. I'll tell you all about it coming up. I do. I do. I'll tell you all about it coming up on Animal Radio News. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Cats on Deck. Cat containment is the easy part. Cats on Deck also provides cat lifestyle enrichment while keeping your cat safe and contained in all types of weather. There's many styles, customized, easy to assemble enclosures at Cats on Deck. 
Hi, this is CatsOnDeck.com. Sponsors of this cat tip of the week. Declawing is not good in so many ways. We can't begin to address them all, but here's a few. First, most vets will not declaw a cat because the owner is worried about their furniture. Declawing is painful and confusing for your cat. Claws are very important to a cat and the surgery can change your cat's personality because they won't be able to jump as high or go places they're accustomed to. A declawed cat cannot even play in the same manner and may become aggressive and bite with their teeth to compensate. You'll very likely end up with a miserable and unhappy cat. Consider a cat enclosure on your porch, deck, or yard with a few scratching products inside. Cat scratching habits can be modified with a scratching post, mat, or carpet made especially for your cats to scratch on. Play with a string toy around these items and your cat will soon be scratching those products instead of your furniture. The outside enclosure soon becomes their playground and your furniture is just something to sleep on when indoors. Please visit CatsOnDeck.com where cat environmental enrichment is a major component of all our cat enclosures. Imagine a unique cat containment system for your home, apartment, or condo that's incredibly strong, lightweight, and easy to assemble. Cats on Deck has the answer. With their exclusive Insta-Clamp, you can quickly change configuration or size by connecting screened panels to each other in minutes. Cats are vertical creatures. With Cats on Deck, you can add shelves, ramps, tunnels, and even a loft. Visit CatsOnDeck.com today. Home of modular, lightweight, and strong enclosures, providing superior lifestyle enrichment and a safe outdoor environment for your cat. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, if you've been to Vegas, you've probably gone to the MGM and seen the lion display. The glassed and closed exhibit, which is free to the public, is now being phased out as part of a $160 million renovation. The owner of 40 lions losing their jobs at the MGM casino dismissed a call by PETA to send them to a sanctuary instead of a Nevada ranch. The reaction from owner Keith Evans came after PETA wrote a letter commending the MGM grant for announcing that they're closing the lion habitat attraction. Evans is solely responsible for the care of the animals. According to MGM grant officials, Evans told the Las Vegas Review Journal that he has held a U.S. Department of Agriculture license for keeping the lions for about 40 years. PETA criticized him for a plan to take the animals back to his eight-acre ranch where he said he wants to develop an attraction called the Cat House. Well, the officials said the animals wouldn't have enough space to roam as freely as they do in the wild and cited two lion attacks as reason the animals shouldn't be in direct contact with human trainers. Evans countered that PETA has a pretty bad track record for trying to put lions in sanctuaries. The newspaper didn't provide any other details. The $9 million, 5,000-square-foot habitat opened in 1999 at the MGM. The Food and Drug Administration on Wednesday has ordered farmers to limit the use of a type of antibiotic that they give livestock because it could make people more resistant to a key antibiotic that can save lives. Encouraging news for public health advocates who say that animal antibiotics are overused. You know, they say that in kids too. Like if you take your kid to the pediatrician, they try and discourage antibiotics now because so many kids were given antibiotics for ear infections and things like that and they became resistant to it. Well, FDA officials have been clear in stating their belief that antibiotics given to animals before slaughter are linked to growing antibiotic resistance in humans. But it has struggled with how to tackle the problem because the powerful livestock industry says that drugs are needed to actually keep these animals healthy. This is an employer that I would like to work for. In an effort to keep employees happy, some companies are now offering discounted pet insurance. Firms like SC Johnson, TD Bank, and Travelocity provide discounted health coverage for workers' pets through Pet Plan Pet Insurance. 
Pet Plan has seen tremendous growth in this area of voluntary benefits. Co-CEO Chris Ashton said that in this struggling economy, employers are increasingly looking for low-cost options to keep their employees happy, noting pay cuts, heavy workloads, high health insurance costs, and reduced 401k matches. John Bremen, a managing director and employer consultancy, Towers Watson, said companies are just trying to find ways to appeal to the workforce. You know what? This is one that would work for me. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age 3 and the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000? Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution and no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z it's toll free 1-866-405-8405 to connect with the dream team and that's Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard animal communicator Joey Turner groomer Joey Volani and Dr. Debbie. And brought to you by World's Best Cat Litter. Ready to solve your litter box problem? Switch to World's Best Cat Litter. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to club quick, scoop easy, and eliminate those nasty pet odors. And you know what? It's guaranteed or your money back. Find it at a store near you by visiting www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animalradio. And we go to Billy. Hey, Billy, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good. I understand you want to talk to Dr. Debbie. Yes, I do. I'm okay, here and uh, waiting for you. <laughs> uh, same here. Uh, this is a situation. We have an alley cat. Uh, we've been an outdoor cat. Came to the house about 18, 17, 18 years ago. Holy she's, cow. She's, yeah, and she came home all beat up a few different times, but she manages to always make it back. Uh, we're keeping her inside this winter because it's been cold. Uh, she's gone deaf, and now, the last week, she's blind. Uh-oh. She's bumping into things. I mean, she's 18. Is that usually the end of their life cycle, or... Wow, she's well exceeded that. Um, the honest, okay. tr- the honest truth is that outdoor cats that solely live outdoors um, tend to not live beyond three to six years of age, just due to all the hazards of living outdoors. Really? So she's really exceeded that. So um, yeah. uh, I. I'd have to say that that is an amazing lifespan for any cat, indoor or outdoor. Um, but it does concern me. If her vision is going now, then it, this may be a time where we really need to talk about her safety and, and making some accommodation for her. Um, an older kitty can lose their vision for a lot of reasons. Sometimes okay. it can be retinal disease, problems with the retina in the back of the eye. Um, it can be something as simple as high blood pressure or kidney disease that can cause the blood pressure to go up and, and for them to lose their vision. They can also get cataracts um, okay. and all sorts of other issues. So um, it like it came on pretty quick. The, the, the loss of sight, uh, yeah. wasn't like one eye or the other. One day she's walking around fine. The next day, the kids put their hands in front of her, and she just 
she doesn't even realize they're there. Yeah. Well, hey, I would say the best thing I'd recommend is get this gal to a vet. Um, there's some basic things that can be checked pretty easily to help figure that out if we've got something that we can restore and turn around or, you know, if we need to talk about a lifestyle adjustment for this old gal. But 18 is phenomenal. So you've oh, done a great job looking 18. over her. She's at least 18. She showed up one day, and a few weeks later, she had a litter, and we had it fixed, and the rest is history. She's been in the house 17, 18 years. I wow. should say in the house, outside the house. Well, and, you know, definitely, you know, for an older kitty, it can sometimes be a little tough if they've been living outside and they're accustomed to that. But, you know, with her lack of vision, um, you know, hopefully she'll uh, look to that extra comfort that you can give her indoors and, and yeah, no, she'll take that indoors. as an indoor. You know what, Billy? In, in a few minutes, we're going to be talking to this guy, Jim Montgomery, and he puts together these enclosures for cats. So if your cat is used to being outdoors, he makes these enclosures that you can put your cat into and they'll be safe from uh, other animals and, and they won't take off. And this is especially good for your situation where your animal needs to be uh, really secure. Okay, I'll listen then. Thanks for calling today. Hey, thank you. 1-866-405-8405. That's the number toll free to the entire Dream Team here at Animal Radio. Hey, Joseph, welcome to Animal Radio. Hi. Where are you calling Hi. from? Um, I, I am in Cottonwood, California right now. I'm a truck driver. Truck driver, okay. Well, drive carefully, please. What's going uh, on? No, I'm, I'm parked, but. Good. I have a, I have a Jack Russell, and, um, he, he's had a couple times in the last few weeks where he's, uh, gotten up, and he started, get, he starts shaking, and he kinda, I guess last night my wife said he fell over, and, uh, couldn't get back up, and then it, it just went away after a minute or so, and he was fine. Okay. And, has that been something that's just been recently that's come on, or has he done that for a while? No, this is the first time this happened was uh, on New Year's, and okay. then it happened again the other night. So twice, and it's the first time we've ever noticed this. Okay, and what does he do when he has this? Does he actually lose any control of his urine? Does he defecate, or does he just kind of fall over? Uh, he, well, the first time he didn't fall over. Second time my wife said he did, but no, he doesn't, nothing like that, no. He just kind of okay. loses his balance, and he's, like, shaky. Any kind of association to what he's doing right prior to this? Is he eating, sleeping, playing, doing anything unusual right right before the episodes? Well, um, the first time he was in his bed, my daughter said he, he kind of jumped up out of his bed right before it happened. And okay. uh, the second time, I think my wife said he was over by his bed. So okay. he might have been sleeping both times. And, you know, at this point, I'd say we may have a challenge determining exactly what is causing the episodes. But there's there's basically a couple main things. Number one would be that we could be actually having a form of a seizure disorder. Because um, not every seizure looks like that typical epileptic seizure that you may be familiar with. Um, some seizures can be very mild for dogs, where they can just have a trembling of one body part, or they can even steer off into space. So something like this, where he's kind of having combination of issues of having some trembling as well as kind of falling down that would have to be high on my list of concerns is that we could have a seizure and the causes of seizures can be a lot um everything from epilepsy to toxins to liver disorders to blood sugar issues so there can be definitely a lot of causes within that diagnosis now there are also pets that can have uh, what we call syncopal episodes and that can sometimes be from heart problems the one time when i was home um I had, after he started acting, you know, kind of shaky, I kind of picked him up and I, you know, I put my hand under his chest and I could feel his heart really racing. Mm-hmm. It was, it was really pounding, you know, so it was like he was scared or something. Sure. And, um, the, the challenge with the heart related 
problems is that sometimes that can be a little harder to pick up. We might have to do something like an EKG or even a, a chest X-ray or an ultrasound to find out a little bit more about that. Um, but I think the big thing is that we, we do need to start getting some diagnostic tests to figure out what direction we're going um, because there are some pets that these episodes will get worse and worse, more frequent, and we may need to get them on some medication if we're dealing with a seizure-type disorder. If we're dealing more with a heart-based problem, diagnosis is going to be key because the last thing we would want to do is give him an anti-seizure medicine if he's got a bum heart and we've got a, a rhythm problem with his heart. So um, that that has a totally different kind of approach to things. So I think that this is the time when I talk about getting him into the vet. And it's ideal if we can get a pet that just has the episode and we get him to the vet when they're actually coming out of it. Because sometimes um, when blood work is, we're talking about that, that's when sometimes we'll pick up some different changes on lab work or even with a, a heart tracing that might not be there at other times. Okay. Can't always ask them to do that right before you go to the vet, but um, it just it, it works out um, to give us the most information if, if we catch a pet when they're having one or coming out of one of these episodes. All right, yeah. well, thank you. Okay, and I, I certainly hope that um, you know we can get a handle on these things. And there are some you know situations where not everyone can do a lot of tests, do a lot of... I, I know people probably say, Doc, you always talk about doing tests, and I just don't have the money for it. I'd have to say that there's a lot of very simple things, and they all basically start with a physical exam. So the doctor's ears, eyes, and nose, believe it or not, the nose is very valuable in many cases, um, can really help make some of those determinations and pick what test might be the most useful to get that answer. And sometimes it's trying different things and trying different medications. So use that teamwork approach with your vet and, and you'll get to the bottom of things. So thank you for your call. And I hope the little guy does well. Um, love the little terriers. I'm a terrier fan myself now. This is Dr. <laughs> Debbie and we're waiting for your call at 1-800. I'm sorry. What's the number? You remember the number? I'm trying so hard. one 866 6-405-8405. Come over here. I just want to give you a little hug. <laughs> you love cleaning the litter box? I didn't think so. Fortunately, with world's best cat litter, problem solved. It's the only litter that uses whole kernel corn to clump quick, scoop easy, and safely eliminate nasty pet odors. And because it's made of 100% natural ingredients, world's best cat litter is pet people and planet friendly. We offer a money back guarantee if you aren't completely satisfied. Find it at a store near you by visiting www.worldsbestcatlitter.com slash animal radio. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Fido-Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to FidoFriendly.com and subscribe today. FidoFriendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. talk going on 
It's Animal Radio. Hey, QVC. Hey, what's going on? You must be tired. It's been up now um, like 30-something hours, and it was a hard one. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, I T-voted. I don't, I'm not up at 1 a.m. <laughs> well, I want to head on over to the phone. Line 4, I have a friend. Jim Montgomery is joining us. Jim runs a company called Cats on Deck. C-A-T-S. O-N-D-E-C-K, catsondeck.com, and they make these amazing enclosures for your cats. Now, I've always told you how important I think it is that your cat gets a chance to be outside. This is this is a wonderful world for them, and it enriches their life. They get to see the birds. They get to smell that fresh air. Imagine if you couldn't go outside. You yeah, have, but how do you keep them safe when they're outside? That's the problem. Or from taking off. Like yeah. Nike, Nike, the studio cat, he goes outside. You won't <laughs> see him gone. for three days. This is a wonderful solution. A cat, you can make a cattery with this high-quality product that uh, Jim makes. Tell us a little bit about Cats on Deck, if you will. Well, uh, it took me a few years to come up with the concept. Uh, I had 13 cats at the time. And you had 13 cats? Yeah, they were rescues. Okay. And I tried every trick you could imagine to keep them from uh, going away. I finally came up with this concept of using panels that clamp together, kind of like Legos. And we have a number of different uh, styles that we sell, but a lot of people create their own configuration. So you can you can pr- virtually have any size you want. Uh, these are cool. I'm yeah. looking at them on my iPad as you're talking, so you can make these look like as big as you want. Yeah, oh yeah. Some people, and you know, a lot of people buy them uh, medium size or a small size, and then order more panels like, you know, throughout the year or whatever, and end up with a pretty large enclosure. So I'm guessing if they're panels that clamp together, they're easy to take down and move if you need to? Exactly. The one thing that everybody tells me, I noticed it with my own cats, but a lot of customers will tell me that uh, it's amazing to watch the transition of the cats when they first get into the enclosure because um, when they first go into something new, of course, they're cautious. But once they get in there and they roam around a little bit, they it's almost like they realize they're outside and they're safe. Mm-hmm. And it's like they take it's something that's just amazing to watch. My first thought when building an enclosure for my cat is I want to make sure that they're safe, that they can't get out. But I never think about what can get in or, oh, yeah. you know, how safe is that? How does it protect them against the outside animals? Well, I, you know, cat containment is fairly easy, but uh, you also have to protect them. And that's where, you know, that's where we pay attention. So we paid attention to two things, protection and also uh, uh, lifestyle enrichment. And uh, those two things are what we focused on. Cats are vertical, so we focused a lot on uh, shelves, big shelves, and uh, side perches, and um, what we call a cat's meow loft, which is sits on top of the uh, enclosure, and they can get up there through a ramp, and there's a two-level or a single-level loft. And they absolutely love it, because there's all these different levels territory that they can have and uh, you know that's uh, that's what cats are all about check out www.catsondeck.com and look I at, want one for me. I know. I'm <laughs> thinking of one for nice these, look, these look fun. These look fun. If you would like to take advantage of a 10% discount Jim is offering Animal Radio listeners, put in the promo code ANIMAL at catsondeck.com, and you'll get a 10% discount off these wonderful enclosures. These guys are also sponsoring Animal Radio, and I truly appreciate that. Jim, thank you so much for joining us today. Okay. You're welcome. This is Animal Radio. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people. 
people too. From the little land of leprechauns, shamrocks, and bees, a 59-year-old Irishman tried to break the world record for bees on a body. Philip McCabe poured on about 200,000 bees while wearing only underwear, a back brace. And goggles, but the bees didn't behave. They kept jumping off, even though McCabe was wearing the queen bee on his chin. He also lost some bees when his feet fell asleep, and he had to sit down. McCabe heads the Irish Beekeeper Association, and his record-breaking attempt was part of a campaign to raise money to help fight poverty in Africa. He missed the world record; it's three hundred fifty thousand bees. Just in case you want to try it, but McCabe is planning to try it again next year. I'm Brit Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Well, if you were up late last night, you may have seen our very own Joey Villani on QVC. I had to wing it. I didn't even know what the product was. It was like out of the blue. You what was the product? You didn't know ahead of the time. You know what? I um, wasn't supposed to go on with them any and any more with their um, um, non-professional products. And um, I got a um, an email two days ago said you're going on. And I called them up and they knew nothing about it. Matter of fact, they forgot that they sent the product. They said that we sent this in about ten months ago and it just came up. And um, I wasn't going to do it, and then I said, "You know what? I want to actually do business with them. It's probably better because they would have lost the slot, and they probably would have had all their stuff shipped back to them." So I said, "Ah, I said I'll do it so you don't lose it." And um, went in there, and still never seen. They tried to get it to me. It was a four-piece grooming kit, and um, three minutes before we were on the air,、um, I seen seen what it was. And oh wow! It went, over, it went over pretty good, but it was just a bad time slot. They probably said Joey will do it. <laughs> I'm just thinking. You know, yeah, yeah, like Mikey, yeah. He'll do anything. So you're always on QVC now, which is cool. And if you're up late at night and you're you just can't get to sleep, you have insomnia, and you're looking for your Joey Volani fix, chances are there I am. He's over on QVC. And do you know you got fans? I do. Carolyn, Carolyn Gracie. Oh yes. Who's、uh, my favorite host on QVC? Was leaving and said she's seen me. And the first thing that she said was, "Is you make sure that I give Hal Abrams a big kiss." So.、Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want you to know that Carolyn Gracie was influential in starting Animal Radio. And she was. She really. She got us our first affiliate in Los Angeles. Los Angeles, a big one too. Not just any station.、Uh, so we appreciate that. And of course, she loves her animals too. And、uh, she's the. I believe she's the afternoon host on QVC. So she's on. She's on all different. All different times. All different she's times. One of their primary. Yeah, one of their primary hosts. Yeah. Check out her Facebook. She has a lot of fun. She loves her animals, for sure. As we begin our eleventh year doing animal radio, this still may be your first week. And every time you hear this dog father theme, the lights get dim, the violin players tee up, and Joey Volani enters the room. Brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. Be sure to put in the promo code Save Twenty Five and Save Twenty Five at SeniorPetProducts.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Joey Volani. And when you hear that music, I usually shake Hal down for some money. I、yeah. just go right in his pocket and take it. You know? <laughs> take all you can, buddy. Hey, listen, we're going to talk about ear care because I'm seeing too many of these dogs coming into the grooming salon with.、Um, Ear infections and dirty ears, and dirty ears lead up to usually lead up to an ear infection. So there's a few things that you could do at home for you. This is for your dog and cat. So we're not going to be prejudiced just on dogs today. 
Look in your pet's ear, okay? And the first thing you want to do is it should be healthy. It should it should have nice color to it. Um, it should have a nice pink um, color. Or sometimes it's even like, a, you know, what, what it was? Off-white, whatever. I can't think I can't think of a word. But fleshy, that's perfect. Okay. You don't want to see any dirt. You don't want to see any debris. You want to smell it. And if he has any odor, um, it could be signs of, of an ear infection or just a dirty ear in general. Now, there's a couple of things you could do at home. The first thing is is I don't like um, people um, pulling hair out of dogs' ears unless it's necessary. And usually your groom or your veterinarian will tell you that. Um, but for just general ear care, what you want to do is take... Um, one part of distilled water, and I said distilled water. I mean, a lot of people use tap water, but distilled water is better because all the impurities are taken out okay. of it. White vinegar is the next one part. So it's one part water, one part white vinegar. Now, it's a wonderful ear cleaner. Does what it matter what kind of vinegar you use on that? It has to be white vinegar? or You know what? I, that That's a question I've been asking for a, a long time. I even asked a veterinarian that because I got this recipe from, from a veterinarian, and um, they swear by it. They say this is something that they learned in vet school um, real early. And um, he said the same thing. He says, I don't know. So I'm going to say the same thing. I don't no. But don't use balsamic. <laughs> Not balsamic. I maybe. wouldn't use, unless you're making a salad. Yes, if you're making afterwards. a salad in the Too ear, then you can use balsamic, okay? <laughs> but um, I would stick with the white vinegar because that's what I'm told okay. and that's what I'm passing along here. Okay. Um, you can use it as an ear flush where you'll um, pour some in the pet's ear. Make sure it's a room temperature, uh, maybe a little bit warmer, and um, pour a little in into the canal, you know, um, rub the base of the ear, and then um, let the dog shake it out or the cat shake it out, and then go in with a cotton swab. And don't use Q-tips because you don't know what can happen. You don't want to jam it in the pet's ear. You want to go in with a cotton swab and just go in as far as you can see. Okay, so it's basically just, just at the base. If for whatever reason, um, you know what, you don't want to use vinegar. I know some people don't like the smell. It bothers, bothers them. Witch hazel works good, but I wouldn't use that as a flush. I put that on the cotton ball itself. Just go in and swab and swab out the ear, and um, that'll also keep it clean. And witch hazel dries quick um, because it has you know a little bit of an alcohol base to it, but it's not as harsh as alcohol, so it's not going to hurt. It's not going to dry it out. If you do this on a consistent, regular base, and what I mean by that is. You need to do this, or you should do it, I should say, once, twice, three times, oh, three times a month. And what makes the difference is the type of ears that your pets have. Like Cocker Spangers have that long, floppy, thick ears. Oh, yeah. Well, you can almost make soup in there because it gets so moist and wet. <laughs> so you'd want to do it more often um, with, with those type of breeds and dogs that um, have erect ears. Um, you know what? At least once a month, if you check it out, you know what's going on. It's going to save you a trip to the veterinarian and... Um, you know what? The ears are going to stay nice and clean, and everyone's going to be happy. It's good all-around hygiene here, you know? I hate it when those ears smell like yeast. You get a sniff of them, and it's like gross. There's something growing in there. Time to clean them. That's right. You make bread. Yeah. Uh, Joy Villani, ladies and gentlemen, exclusively on Animal Radio. We're damn proud of it, too. And you should be. Hi, this is Dean Koontz on Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pets.
It's Animal Radio. That Guido, he's so smart. Praise you, the music, as we praise our animals every week. Toll free at one 405 8405 and uh, let's see, from left to right, just in case you're new, and there's, I know, 11 years and you're new. What? Okay. Welcome. It could happen. Uh, to my left, Dr. Debbie. She's our Howdy. veterinarian. She actually uh, takes care of all of our animals. So we figured she did such a good job with our animals, and she has such a, a great voice. Why not make her the animal radio event? And she's been doing that for uh, eons now. Hundreds of I don't hundreds. know how long. Centuries. When she first started to do this, she wore a pager. That's how long ago it was. <laughs> <laughs> and the brick phone. I carried the brick, the brick oh, phone. Oh, yeah. Forget that. Around your shoulder. And she's really the only one that could get called away for an emergency or a vacation around here. Uh, well, Vlade, he can. He gets uh, emergencies all the time. In fact, he has to testify this week on a trial about uh, some kind of dog bite. Ooh. He brought us the attorney that he worked with. And we're going to call them up in just a few minutes. Kenneth Phillips. This guy specializes in dog bites. I guess there's a, that much of a demand for it. Yeah. A little bit of money in it. So he's not an ambulance chaser. He's a dog chaser. He actually defends those that have been bitten. And it makes me scared to just go out to the dog park. Will my dog, who's generally calm, find somebody that... Uh, Provokes her yeah, or you know. just rubs her the wrong way? How will that be covered if I'm sued? We'll find out. Yeah. Apparently, you have to have insurance for that. So that's coming up in just a few minutes right here on Animal Radio. And Stacy, what are you working on? Anybody that owns a dog feels that it's heroic. It provides love and affection for you daily, and no matter what you look like or what you might say. But certain dogs actually go above and beyond the human-animal bond to protect and serve their two-legged companions. These dogs are going to be honored at the Hero Dogs Award. I'll tell you all about that and how you can nominate a dog coming up on Animal Radio News. You, though, I might say, have had quite an interesting week with uh, a hamster issue. Yeah. Well, this is a common thing that we see with hamsters, um, basically where the teeth grow into their lips. Does that sound weird? That sounds painful. (laughs) What, the teeth don't stop growing? No, no. Hamsters and most rodents have continually growing teeth so that they kind of wear against each other in the process of chewing and eating their food. So if something's wrong with the bite, um, you know, they have an off bite, those teeth won't meet up and they don't wear down normally. And it can actually overgrow and grow into the upper lip or down into the lower part. So, uh, yeah, this poor little baby had a tooth growing up into its upper lip, actually causing an abs. So uh, we had to put her under anesthesia, trim the teeth back, basically cutting that with a drill, and then uh, you know getting that infection cleaned up and treated there. What about so. braces? Couldn't you have just... Uh, <laughs> that's what they do with me. You know what? I, we haven't gotten quite to that level yet with veterinary medicine, although dogs and cats are certainly... They can do braces for them, but yeah, not for uh, hamsters quite yet. <laughs> I understand you're also dealing with bladder stones this week, and I guess animals get the same things we get, huh? Fortunately for this doggy situation this week, we had one that we were able to dissolve within in one month. Wow. Whoa. Seems like magic, but we use a special diet with antibiotics and two, about three to four centimeter stones actually disappeared within a month's time. How, how do you yeah. know if your animal has bladder stones? 
Well, basically, this doggy had chronic infections, kept having infections that cleared up with antibiotics, but then we kept having problems. So we would see blood in the urine, frequency urinating, um, not being able to hold that urine going in and outside quite frequently. For this baby, the thing we did is we took an x-ray, we saw those stones, and then we were able to get her on the therapy. But unfortunately, some types of stones don't respond this way. We have to do surgery, so we got kind of lucky here. If your animal is illing or you have a question about the health of your animal, the best bet is to call right now toll free 1-866-405-8405 dr debbie knows if you need to see a vet right away she can tell you if there's a solution for your medical problem uh, also vlogging in just a few minutes we're going to try something new rapid fire questions one right after another <laughs> and because he gets so many questions every week and we don't get to all the questions but i feel some of these are so important if you have a question you can tweet us at animal radio is our tweet or you can head on over to our website and send us an email at your voice at animal radio or call us either way. It's all on the way right here on Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Welcome, my friend. A big hour ahead. Frankie Avalon will be joining us. Also, we got this lawyer on, Kenneth Phillips. He has a special kind of practice. He defends bite victims, dog bite victims. If you have a dog, you take him outside the house, you're going to want to be listening to this. It'll freak you out. Also, your calls. The whole dream team is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Toll free at 1-866-405-8405. And Stacy Cohn? Well, if you've ever gone to Las Vegas, I'm willing to bet that you probably have gone to the MGM. Well, the MGM is going to be uh, doing a $160 million renovation. And guess what's going out the door? Hmm. Those lions that they have on display. Hmm. I'll tell you about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Animal communicator Joy Turner is here. We're going to go to the phones with her in just a second. But I have a question. You're always talking about animals coming back after they pass coming back as another animal. Yes. Is it possible that they don't come back as another animal? Like, could they come back as a person? Could they come back as a shoe? <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, I, I was thinking... I but I have... I actually myself had a little bunny who was a Netherland dwarf. When he grew up, he was a whole two pounds. So tiny little bunny. And he once was a human. And he could not learn to stop being so controlling. So his soul sent him back as a little teeny bunny that had no control at all to try to get him out of that whole I have to control the universe thing. Now my question to you. If you see the people, can you... Kind of uh, think what type of the maybe they were dogs or cats in the past life. Are you asking uh, if you were a dog in your past life? Like? I know I was. I know I was a dog. I was German sharp. I just t- testing her out. So don't you see that? <laughs> wolf too, my dear. He's been a wolf big time. Yeah, yeah. Oh and a wolf. Yes. Wow. Male or female? Oh, he <laughs> always prefers male. <laughs> I don't live in uh, Laguna Beach, California. <laughs> That's Laguna Beach, by the way, not Laguna yeah. Beach. Let's uh, hit the phones. It's the same sound. It's the same to me. We have uh, John on the phone. Hi, John. Welcome to our madness. Hi. Good afternoon. Thanks so much for the, taking my call. I understand you want to talk to our animal communicator, Joy Turner. If I could, that'd be She's wonderful. Right Thank you. How can I help you, John? Hi, Joy. Uh, we spoke a couple of years back, and I thought you were pretty wonderful, and I just wanted to ask you. I have a 10-year-old dog. She's Her birthday's on Christmas, and I think she's a coyote mix. I got her when she was four to six weeks old in the Navajo Reservation. 
And I moved uh, from the city recently in this last month up to the mountains in Colorado, and she's got the forest now. And um, I wanted to check in and see how she was faring and whether she was um, happy with her new surroundings and her new home. Her name is Thule. Okay. She wants to know if this is a trick question, John. (laughs) Well, I'm just, you know, I'm just making sure. (laughs) She says it's taking her a little bit to actually completely adjust. But she's finding that the wildness, and she too thinks she's part coyote, she's finding that the wildness is really, really fascinating her because of the wildness in her. Yeah. I can tell you, Joy, it's snowing right now, and she likes to stand on the back deck outside and get completely covered in snow and just stare off into the forest for an hour at a time. And I would not actually be surprised, John, if she would take off sometimes and spend maybe more time than you're going to be comfortable with gone. Yeah, but she does like to take off. She wants to assure you that she knows where home is now, and she will always come home. Oh, okay. Wonderful. Well, she sure is a, a wonderful guardian, and I love that little girl. So I don't and lose she her thinks up. you actually moved to this place just for her. Well, I'm not surprised. We um, we communicate that way. So, <laughs> wonderful. Does she have anything else that she wants to say? She goes, I just, I, she doesn't know where to start. She keeps starting to say things, and it's like, I, I, I. She doesn't know where to start. She thought it was dumb luck when she found you, but now she knows it was something way more and way better than that. Oh, yeah. She's, um, she's, <clears throat> she came down as a companion soul, I think, to assist me, you know, in this lifetime. So she's, she's just been an incredible, uh, conduit for, you know, my energies and, and just a wonderful partner, wonderful companion. And she just picked up on the fact from my mind that we had been talking about animals coming back. So she wants to assure you she'll stay in this body as long as it's willing to last. And after this body isn't willing to last anymore, she has every plan on coming back and being with you for the rest of your life. That's fabulous if she does come back. She said, well, plan on it. You can't get rid of her easily enough for just one lifetime. Thanks for your call today. You stay so much for your help. Stay warm and snow. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. 1-866-405-8405. You want to connect with Dr. Debbie, groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Jory Turner, or Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And uh, Vlade, we've started a brand-new segment that seems to be working very well, these sort of rapid-fire question and answers. And we got some tweets now. Lorraine just (laughs) tweeted us, and she says, Is it true you can tell how big a puppy will grow by looking at the size of its paws? At the si- yes, uh, it's, it's very obviously. If you look at the size of the paws, you can see the puppy gonna be like a, a huge gradient or like a chihuahua. Yes, it is true. Next. Uh, Jeff from San Dimas says, someone gave me a three-month-old puppy for Christmas. I don't believe in having dogs sleep in the house. What should I do? Well, sleeping in the house, uh, it is okay uh, as long as he's not sleeping in your bed. Make sure, you know, sleep with your husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, whosoever. Dog needs to sleep puppy in the crate. And if you think vice versa, you're, you cannot be Vladis clients. Next. Lorraine from Atascadero writes, my husband lets the puppy chew on old socks and towels. Is this good for her <laughs> you know your husband needs to have more training than your dog you know of course it's not uh you know the puppy will chew the socks enough to chew everything in your home and uh, you're gonna come one day and see your puppy is your dog is lay down on the five thousand dollars leather couch and chewing one of the arms off and uh, and you're gonna be some some of my clients who call me on the verge of committing murder and ask me to talk them uh, down so, no, 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 ah, to your husband. 
I could Next. have answered that one. Hey, Mike from Fresno writes, we have two new puppies. One of them barks a lot and starts the other barking, too. What can we do? Shoot them. Uh, of course, not with the real one. <laughs> I don't want to do that. Yeah, with the air one. Oh. Uh, get, the, get the product by name Pet Convincer. Convincer. Convince someone. Pet Convincer. And every time then they barks, push the button, air comes on the run. One convincing air blast. Bad behaviors in the past. Next. Okay, Marie from Denver tweets us, Our new puppy keeps urinating on the same spot on the rug. What can we do to stop that? Oh, simple. Just feed her in that area. Dogs like a humans, they hate to eat in the bathroom. Just put his meal in that particular area, and magically, your dog will stop peeing on that rack. Next. Okay, well, that, that's all I got for right now. But if you want to email us, your voice at AnimalRadio.com. If you want to tweet us, we're over at Animal Radio. It's toll-free right now, 1-866-405-8405. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pet Stay. They give our four-legged friends the four-star treatment. Available at Caesars Palace, Paris, Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas. Pet Stay includes the amenities like the food, the water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, and get this, a specialty room service menu for your dog. It's more than pet friendly. It's pet focused. Details at Caesars.com slash Pet Stay Las Vegas. Who's oh, going to be there this tonight? Week? Uh-huh. Pen, Penn and Teller. Penn and Teller. They actually own Las Vegas now, pretty much. They so, have their own theater, don't I they? I believe they do have their own theater. It's at, at the, the Rio. Rio the Penn and Teller Theater. They do. That's how good this act is. It has its own theater. And tickets start at $75. I love these guys. I'm trying to figure out how we can have Joey stay. And Joey stay would be, they can hire me as the resident groomer there. Just, just you know, let me stay in a hotel. hotel and I'll groom, I'll groom all the dogs that and cats that, you know, come to the hotel. But they got to hook me up and give me a nice room and feed me and water me and all that crap. And you need an, an assistant, right? Absolutely. And your assistant needs an assistant too, right? Absolutely. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Flamingo, Bally's, and Harrah's Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Celebrating seven years as the finest resource site for aging dogs, cats, and their owners. SeniorPetProducts.com provides the latest news, information, and products for the life of your pet. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need and our friendly support staff ready to answer your questions. New customers enter promo code SAVE25 on our homepage or at checkout to receive 25% off your entire order. The most trusted authority on all things Senior Pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Imagine a unique cat containment system for your home, apartment, or condo that's incredibly strong, lightweight, and easy to assemble. Cats on Deck has the answer. With their exclusive Instaclamp, you can quickly change configuration or size by connecting screened panels to each other in minutes. 
Cats are vertical creatures. With Cats on Deck, you can add shelves, ramps, tunnels, and even a loft. Visit CatsOnDeck.com today, home of modular, lightweight, and strong enclosures, providing superior lifestyle enrichment and a safe outdoor environment for your cat. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Hey, this is Sean Hayes on Animal Radio. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. Welcome, my friend. It's Animal Radio. All of our animals gathered around the radio. I hope you have yours. Dr. Debbie, looking mighty dapper today. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And there's not a week, well, definitely not a month that goes by when Vladi isn't called in to testify in some kind of court case about dog bites. It's it's become a whole industry. Yeah, we live in this happy society, and especially in this economy, you know, we need to be triple uh, more careful about our actions because people like to sue each other for reason and even for no reasons. And if there is a little bit reason, like I mentioned, uh, lab or even golden, just I'm not talking about an aggression, just jumping on the people, knocking them down, jumping on the child, or you know even mistakenly grabbed the t- uh, toy or treats from the child hands and put some mark on on their skins. Um, it's it's can be a big big problem. So you. Know, do the best which you can, um, avoiding those problems by training your dogs. And uh, if you have a problem, you have to know someone who can really help you out. It could be both ways. It could be you could be a victim. Let's say uh, how many times you've been walking with your dog on the streets and your stupid neighbor just let his dog off leash and he's approaching to you, barking, aggressively attacking you. You're picking your puppy up and that dog now biting your legs or jumping on you, knocking you down or even snap your dog and you're in in the dog park and uh, your dog been attacked by another dog because, you know, people Oh, my dog is, I hate that things. Oh, my dog is usually fine. I don't like, uh, what does it mean usually? Just one time <laughs> that happened. One time you're done. There is no such a thing like a Russian roulette anymore. So that's what, that's what people need to be really be aware. Of. And I know we have a wonderful expert in this field who even wrote the book. Kenneth Phillips is joining us. Attorney Kenneth Phillips, welcome to the show. Hey, I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me on. You specialize in dog bites. Yes, I do. I'm the only attorney in the country that does it full time. Wow. When did you figure this would be a uh, a profitable way to go? Well, it uh, okay, well, that's a loaded question. <laughs> I what happened was I was doing these real serious cases involving personal injuries like crushed hands and things like that. Mm. And I got my first dog bite case because a dog at Christmas dinner jumped up at a guest and ripped off her nose and ate it. Can you believe that? Oh, that was my first case for Ooh. having to do with dogs. And while I was doing that one, word got out and then I got a, I got a terrible case where a lady's, you know, one of her legs was practically chewed off by a couple of dogs and 
after that, I realized this is a separate area. This is not like any other area of law because it involves dogs and it involves the psychology of dog owners and people who love dogs. They don't teach that in law school, do they? They don't teach this in law school. And so what I did was I basically established dog bite law as being a separate thing in the law. And now a lot of attorneys have jumped on it, but it's a unique field. And it's not particularly easy either because of all the factors involved. Do you represent both sides? I mean, will you represent someone that's been bitten or are you usually a prosecutor? Well, what happens is that the people that call upon me are the ones who have been bitten by dogs. Okay. Because, because if you are a dog owner, you should have homeowner's insurance or renter's insurance because that covers you. You get the attorney free. From the insurance company. Oh, I didn't know that. Is that with most insurance companies? Well, uh, that's with most insurance companies. That's right. What you have to do if you own a dog, and this is really important for your listeners to know, is you have to check your owner or renter's policy to make sure that your dog is not excluded. Sometimes the general language of the policy excludes all dog bites, and sometimes what they do is because they don't like your particular dog or your breed of dog, they will put in a special exclusion just for you. So you have to make sure that doesn't happen. Should we carry an insurance, I mean, uh, personal liability insurance uh, for, for this? You know, you have personal liability insurance automatically as part of a homeowner's policy or a renter's okay, policy. Okay, so, so let's say I don't rent. Let's say I live in my RV, which I've done before, <laughs> and I may be doing it again very soon. But let's say I'm living in that RV. I know it's not covered in, under my auto insurance, is it? No, no, but you have RV insurance. You have you have insurance. If, it, if it's a kind of a mobile home type of a thing, you have insurance for a mobile home. Now, it doesn't give you very much coverage. It only gives you usually 25000 in coverage. Huh. And let me tell you something. For a dog bite, yeah. twenty five thousand is the average amount that a recipient gets. What's the largest uh, award ever it, been yeah, given? If it's a kid, if it's a little kid that gets bitten on the face, like like Vadi was mentioning a minute ago, uh-huh. you could have a situation where there's you know a lot of damage, and so you you want to get something called umbrella insurance. Ah. It doesn't cover umbrellas. What it does is it covers anything that's not picked up by your regular insurance. So that's how to handle that situation. What's the the largest award that's ever been given in a dog bite case? Well, I've gotten awards over a million dollars, but those have been cases where there's been a huge amount of damage. You know, we're talking about somebody really being affected for the rest of their life. That's not normal at all. Let me tell you what the figures are so that you can you can get a okay. get a get the overall. In the U.S., there are probably five million people who are bitten by dogs every year. Wow! Uh, yeah, out of the five million, the insurance industry only pays sixteen thousand. Hmm. If you do the math, you'll see that only three or four people out of every thousand dog bite victims gets paid anything. While it's a big problem, dog bites, the fact of the matter is that the losses are usually falling on the victims and not the dog owners because the dog owners are getting by pretty much scot-free. How's that? That's a shame. Well, it's just that I I would say it's for the following reasons. First of all, most dog bites are not a big deal. Uh, Out of the 5 million people a year who were bitten, less than a million even go to the doctor for a dog bite, okay? So most dog bites are not a big deal. But the ones that are a big deal, those are the ones that you have to be concerned about because the fact of the matter is that if somebody has huge losses and huge medical bills, what are they going to do? 
you know how much m- medical bills can be nowadays. Mm-hmm. If, if a child needs some kind of reconstructive surgery, if somebody's nerves are severed in their face, they can't talk right or eat right, what are they going to do? Well, what they're going to do is they're going to go after the dog owner. And that means, you know, if, if a person has a job or, or they, have, uh, they have a business, they're going to end up suffering if they didn't have renter's insurance or homeowner's insurance. I feel uh, paranoid now. <laughs> like I could go to the, to the dog park and somebody say, hey, that's that radio guy. He must make a lot of cash. I'm going to go provoke his dog or something like that. You know, provocation is a defense in dog bite cases. So if somebody provokes your dog, don't worry about them. And then also, trespass is usually a defense. The key thing that dog owners have to remember, that the, the thing that will always get them in trouble, is if they know that their dog has a problem, either because on a particular day the dog is sick or recovering from an injury or surgery or something like that, or because the dog likes to nip at people. You've got to train your dog. You've got to keep control of your dog. If your Thank dog you. should not be around people, yeah, if your dog should not be around people, you got to muzzle it or mm-hmm. keep it away from people. But dogs have to be trained. Flatty mentioned a case just a few minutes ago about a thief or a robber that broke into a house and what was bitten? Was bitten by the Rottweiler, but in the, through the court, he could get away. Even he went after the owner because he said he was just drunk and he confused the house. <laughs> All right. Here's the thing. All of the dog bite statutes in the country, and that's about two-thirds of the states, say that if a person is trespassing, they are not allowed to recover under the dog bite statute. But let me tell you about the, the kind of an exception to that. If a person is keeping a dog that is known to be a vicious dog. That's what that the case. That was the yeah. case. Yeah. That dog had if a pr- keeping, prior yeah, history. If you, yeah. If you're keeping a vicious dog, there are a lot of states that follow the traditional rule of law, which developed, you know, since the 1600s, that keeping a vicious dog makes you the insurer, and there are no exceptions. And the reason for that is, is, a, is a, what you might call public policy, that the, we don't want people keeping unruly, vicious dogs. So we don't make a differentiation if somebody steps over the line. Remember, these trespassing laws are, are often applied against children that step on into somebody's backyard to pick up a ball or something. So the law will say, we don't care if it's a trespasser. The fact of the matter is, you had a dog there that was the equivalent of an attack lion, and because of that, you have to pay. Okay, let's turn the tables, and uh, what do you do if your dog is injured or killed by another dog? We're not talking humans here, but what do you do if your dog has been injured? If your dog has been injured or killed, you may have some immediate uh, benefit by the laws in your area. In a lot of cities and counties, and even in some states, they, they say that if a dog injures or kills another dog, or if a dog is injured or killed by in some way by another animal, uh, or even by a person, then the person who owns the dog does get compensated from the person who caused the injury to occur. So you might have laws in your benefit. Uh-huh. If you don't have laws in your benefit, what you have to do is you have to think, should somebody be held responsible for this because they did something wrong? Like, for example, if it was somebody who was backing out of their driveway and they run over your dog on the sidewalk, you know, they did something wrong. If it was somebody who brought their dog out onto the street 
and didn't have control of the dog, they did something wrong. Even in the dog park, if somebody brings a dog into a dog park, and that dog is known to the owner to be a dog that doesn't get along with other dogs for one reason or another. If that dog causes injury to other dogs, there should be a recovery there. But unfortunately, the dog owner has two problems. Number one, you have to prove it. So that means you have to prove that the dog that injured your dog was an unruly dog in the past and that the owner knew it. And then the second problem that you have always is uh, the, the problem of, you know, you have to enforce your rights somehow. Uh, that means going to small claims court and that type of thing. I, I, I have a book that I sell over the uh, my own website. We're going to talk about that in just a second okay. here. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. This is very interesting, so I want to talk to you after the break and after the news here. one 405 8405 to chime in on this. We'll be right back. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Hi, everybody. This is Deborah Wilson from Mad TV, and you're listening to Animal Radio. And as my friends would say, This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Now there's a healthy and natural solution to prevent oral disease in your pet with no brushing required. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. So how's that New Year's resolution of getting in shape working out for you? Not so great. You're on the couch right now eating some bonbons and chips, right? Well, what if you had someone to do it with? How about your dog? Get your dog enlisted to help you get in shape. Here's some tips to do it. Be realistic. Aim for twice a week, maybe one hour each for first-timers. Look at your lifestyle and schedule times for your runs together. Three times a week, that's ideal. Start slowly. You and your dog need to build up your fitness levels gradually. Choose a location. Don't run down a busy sidewalk. Look for a park or a boardwalk, someplace that you really have room to run. Also, communicate. Watch a dog trainer with a dog, and you'll realize that communication is everything. Cheer on your dog, correct consistently, and encourage eye contact. Also, you want to remember to warm up. Both of you get your heart rates going with a fast walk or a slow jog for about five minutes. And stretch, just like you would on your own and your workout with two to three minutes of stationary stretching. Let your dog lay down. He'll be ready to relax. He's deserved it. He just ran your butt around. Okay, this was a uh, gruesome accident that happened May 22nd in Illinois. A truck driver lost control of his rig, and it carried 36 cows that partially tipped over an overpass along Interstate Highway 80 in Illinois, right near Hazelcrest. It sent some of these animals plunging about 25 feet onto Interstate 294. Well, the death toll totaled 16 head of cattle, including one badly injured animal that had to be shot to end its suffering. Now PETA wants the Illinois Department of Transportation to erect an official roadside memorial sign that would serve as a tribute to the victims. Cows are intelligent, sensitive animals. They feel pain the same way we do, said Tracy Patton, a campaigner for PETA. There was a state law that was passed in 2007 that allows family members of victims that were killed in drunk driving accidents to request that IDOT install memorial signs along Illinois highways. The markers would be the first official highway memorials in the U.S. dedicated to animals that were killed in traffic accidents if they do pass this. 
Well, to pet parents, every dog is heroic, providing love and affection for the humans each day, but certain canines go above and beyond the human-animal bond to protect and serve their two-legged companions. To honor these exceptional dogs, the American Humane Association and Hallmark Channel have opened nominations for the second annual American Humane Association Hero Dog Awards. Animal lovers can go to www.herodogawards.org, submit your favorite uh, a dog to this program and all the nominations once they're in each category will be narrowed down and they will have voting online the eight category winners and their human companions will be flown to LA for the main event and uh, that's going to be the Humane Association Hero Dog Awards on October 6th at the Beverly Hilton Hotel good luck hope you guys win I'm Stacy Cohen get more animal breaking news at Animal Radio This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Pets Life Oral Care. Our pets can show signs of oral disease by age three. Pets Life is the healthy and natural solution with no brushing required. Visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z.com. Did you know that 80% of dogs show signs of oral disease by age three and the cost to fix these issues can be up to $1,000? Now there's a healthy, natural, and affordable solution and no brushing is required. Pets Life Oral Care breaks down the plaque and tartar that leads to gum disease and bad breath. To avoid those large vet bills and keep your pet healthy, call 888-453-4682. That's 888-453-4682. Or visit PetsLife.com. That's Pets with a Z dot. It's Animal Radio. Hey, lucky dog. We'll go back to the phones in just a second. Toll free for Dr. Debbie, groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, and Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Before the break, we started an interview with Kenneth Phillips. And I was so intrigued that I wanted to continue. He's a lawyer, an attorney who represents mostly bike cases, dog bike cases. And he has a book out called What to Do If Your Dog Is Injured or Killed. Now, Vladi has been like a like a school kid in a classroom waiting to ask his question, jumping up and down, waving his arm. Vladi, what's on your mind there? <laughs> no, it's not just the question. It is just uh, I really admire that this attorney also promoting prevention when it comes to the dog bites. If you can visit his website, you can see the link to the different organizations, including International Association of Canine Professionals, where the um, Americans most and world most balanced and great dog trainers who are specializing in the bite prevention. Um, you know, all these cases would never happen if we would be focusing on prevention and not be looking for the, you know, how address when it's already bad things happened. But uh, that's what I'm preaching all the time. And um, if you don't prevent it now, you will face the problem down the road. So I really like this attorney for the work he's done. And I really encourage the people to get the, to buy his book. We are with Kenneth Phillips. The book that he's talking about is his online book that you can get, What to Do If Your Dog Is Injured or Killed. He specializes in dog bites and protecting those that have been bitten. Uh, Joey Volani, I know that uh, every time a dog comes into your salon, especially one that you don't know, you, you might be worried if that dog's going to bite you. 
Oh yeah, well um, we've had we've had plenty plenty of close calls and plenty of of good bites as well. So you see a lot of these bites. What should the average groomer do, Kenneth, to protect themselves? Boy, I'll tell you, a groomer is one of the most vulnerable people. Uh, they're not only vulnerable because they're seeing all kinds of different dogs, but they're vulnerable because in many states the law does not protect them. So groomers are one of those groups of people, like veterinarians and veterinary assistants, who are really sitting out there exposed. There is very little that can be done to protect them. They have to protect themselves. Now, if I would say this. If a groomer or a veterinary assistant is bitten by a dog, you definitely need to talk to an attorney if it's serious because... I'm telling you a rule of, of non-protection that is not followed everywhere. Some of the states will allow uh, will allow a groomer or a, or a vet or any kind of canine professional to collect uh, you know a fair amount of compensation for what happened, but some of them won't. So that's a real legal issue. And I hate to sound like an ad for lawyers, but you really got to talk to an attorney who has to research it in your state in order to get the answer to that one. Let's go ahead, and we're going to give out one of these books, I understand. Is that what you have here, Judy? We're yes. giving away the book, and it's an e-book, so you're going to get this book online, so I suggest if you're going to call in and win this right now that you uh, have an online connection. Uh, 1-866-405-8405. And you also have a DVD-CD-ROM combination of forms, seminars for trainers, rescues, shelters, it's a $100 value. This is the thing that is really very, very helpful, especially for trainers. For, for that last issue that you mentioned, what happens if a trainer is injured by a client's dog? Well, trainers are in a bad position, too, unless they have the proper contract, and that contract is in this package. So that helps to protect the trainer uh, from a dog that's an unruly dog that really causes a lot of damage to the trainer. And then also for rescue organizations, there are ways that the organization can get in trouble. If they're not, if they're passing along a dog or dogs that are bad dogs, they can get in trouble for that. A lot of trouble. And so what I have done in this seminar and with these documents is I have set forth proper procedures for protecting yourself if you're a trainer, if you're a rescue, or if you're, if you are in an adoption group for dogs so that you maintain high standards of ethics toward the public, and also you stay out of trouble. Okay, so if you're a trainer or you work for a rescue or a shelter, we'll also give one of those away today. And I, I assume we can get this all at the website, which is dogbitelaw.com. That's right. That's the only place you can get it is, is on the website. For, for anybody who buys them, they are instant downloads, so you get them right, right away. Now. Okay, and before we let you go... We were just talking a few minutes ago about how dogs and cats and all of our animals are property. They're really, in the, in the court's eyes, they're considered things. You've kind of changed this because stereos don't bite me. Cars don't bite me. Do you, do you see the irony there at all? Yeah, I do. Me? I do. Uh, I, I, let me explain it to you this way. In the thousands of cases that I've handled in which people have been injured by dogs, I don't think I've ever seen a case where the owner really was taken by surprise. Because these are dogs that there was either something wrong with them on that day or the dog had previously made it clear that the dog wanted to bite, whether it's the little children, whether it was people that, that were behaving a certain way. The dog made it clear. It's not really like we're going after the dog. We're really going after the owner because I have found it's always 
an irresponsible owner that's behind a dog bite. As for dogs being property, I want to say just one thing, and that is that the, the law is changing so that the law is now starting to recognize that people have a really close emotional connection to their precious companion. And if something happens to your dog, don't assume that all you're going to get is, you know, a little bit of money to buy yourself another dog because now it, it is changing and they are allowing people to be compensated fairly if there's a huge impact on them because of something that happened to their dog. Very good. Thanks, Kenneth, for joining us today. Kenneth Phillips, check out the website, dogbitelaw.com, and, of course, links to everything we've heard on today's show over at animalradio.com. Do you know, in the state of New Jersey, that if a groomer, and this is this is sometimes um could be even a little bit different in, in in the other in the other aspect if a groomer gets bit and you have to go to the doctor or you have to go to the hospital and a lot of times um you know what maybe the dog bit you because you were cutting its nails or doing something that you didn't like or the dog particularly didn't like that you were doing to it they force you to actually um give the owner's information up that um that dog gets one strike wow. against them and sometimes the dog is quarantined out of the house for it so in 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 some situations when it comes to when it comes to groomers you know you know what you you kind of feel bad because you know okay the, you know the dog bit me because you know he was uncomfortable matted or 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 I you know cut his nail too short or something like that um so sometimes it goes it goes the other way. You don't have an easy job at all, Joey. And I would never want to be a groomer because you're, I already have trouble grooming my animals and poking and prodding and picking at their nails and everything. And that sort of provokes them. That gets them yeah, and upset. doing it with a stray animal that you're not familiar with. That's mm. kind of like. Uh Time bomb. You know, it's it, it's like it's like people. Um, you don't know what's going to trigger them sometimes, and sometimes you know it's something that you do that does trigger them, and they still they'll possibly you know still great pets. Well, if Kenneth ever calls you, if come ever comes knocking at your door, run. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. Let's uh, go back to the phones. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with the Dream Team right now. This is Animal Radio, baby. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food, made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors. Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and Yummy Lickin' Salmon and Chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewy's.com. That's Chewy's, C-H-E-W-Y-N. If you're a homeowner 62 or older with a fixed or limited income and you're having trouble making ends meet or simply want some financial freedom, I've got some very important information for you. Henry Winkler here, and I want to tell you how one reverse mortgage can help you get the financial flexibility you're looking for. Homeowners 62 and older can use the equity from their home to access tax-free cash without having to make a monthly mortgage payment. Use it to pay bills, fix up your home, or simply have more financial security, and you still own your home. Take the next step. Call One Reverse Mortgage now and get your free guide and DVD with no obligation. 800-550-9788-800-550-9788-800-550-9788 One Reverse Mortgage Equal Housing Lender Licensed Mortgage Lender National Mortgage Licensing System Number 2052 Not available in all states Client responsible for maintenance, taxes, and insurance 
You're listening to Animal Radio. Hey, Tom. Hey, how you doing? How can we help you? Uh, for Dr. Debbie, I have, I have two cats at home that live in the home, and uh, male and female, uh, brother and sister. I've been having a, kind of a stray male coming around. Uh, everybody's neutered that I can tell, and uh, we were wondering about, uh, we would like to adopt them, I guess. Okay. Now, are your cats indoor kitties, um, or do they go outside? They go outside. Okay, oh, so they live you. indoor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All righty. So, well, I mean, you can certainly see about adding in this new guy. The first thing I would do before I would even consider mixing the t- mixing the three of them would be to make sure this new kitty is evaluated for health. Um, take him into the vet, make sure we get a good health assessment, screen him for infectious disease, feline leukemia, kitty AIDS, and make sure all is well um, because as you bring in this new friend, you're going to be exposing your, your existing kitties to whatever this other cat has got in his, uh, his world. So want to make sure we're not bringing any problems into the home health-wise. Then, as far as if we're looking to transition them, always remember the more cats you add into the mix, the more chance for problems in the interaction. So it's kind of like a mathematical equation. With each cat that you add, there's more likeliness we could upset the mix and the balance and start to have some behavioral problems, house soiling or inner cat aggression. So be prepared. <laughs> now, that whole process of introducing them is actually best controlled in an indoor controlled environment. It's going to be very hard to make this transition and to be able to advise you with having all the kitties going in and outside. There's just too big of a scenario and there's no way to control their behaviors and if there's a negative behavior and how we're going to control that. So best we would do this indoors and we would actually like to isolate the new cat in a separate room and let your other kitties have run of the house. And you got to go slow. Um, but the, the new cat would stay isolated in his room. And then once everyone seems comfortable with that, and there's not a lot of posturing, hissing, things like that, then we're going to switch bedding and maybe even rub towels on the kitty's faces and switch them in the two environments. And this allows them to get used to the smell of each other, which is very important because we know cats are all about scents and scent marking. That's what all that urine is all about. So we want to go slow with that. And then gradually, um, we're going to start feeding the kitties, maybe by that door, that that zone where they're going to have that closest contact between each other. We want the food to be the reward for the presence of the new kitties and work up to it from there. And then gradually, we'll allow them to have access physically, preferably with one of the kitties or even, um, you know, the new kitty isolated, maybe even a pet carrier so we can safely control the physical aspect of things. Just if there's any fight potential, any kind of aggressive potentials, we want nobody to get hurt in that situation. So that's the best way to control that. And then from there, Tom, we're going to really just kind of work up in small amounts. If we get bad behavior, we get hissing, we get attacking, we have to back up because we know that cats are kind of like elephants. They think in slow time. So if they're upset and they have a bad uh, interaction and they're aggressive, then we have to slow down, maybe even give them a couple days, up to sometimes five days to chill out before we try to reintroduce them. Um, But you can do it, and we can do it very slowly and uh, just use your positive rewards for when they are together. And then we can allow, in the long run, the indoor-outdoor exposure when they'll uh, hopefully be in a much happier uh, zone of kitty integration there. 
This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewies. Now they have dinners for cats with 100% raw meat made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. Learn more about Stella and Chewies at StellaandChewies.com and get a free sample by visiting AnimalRadio.com. This is Animal Radio. 866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. We'll go back to the phones in just a second. We're going to break down right now for iconic pop star Frankie Avalon is going to be joining us here in just a second. Joey, you worked with him before? I worked with him at the um, Bergen Performing Arts Center in Englewood, New Jersey. Actually, a couple of times. Um, it was him and, and you know what, I, I hate to say, the two other guys that, that he was with. You know, Frankie's the, the more popular one, some of his name. And I'll tell you, you know what's funny is, you, you know, I don't, I don't pull no punches, but he was a really, really great guy. He was a nice guy. He was great to the crew. You That's know, what I hear from everybody, and I believe he's on the phone. Frankie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Al. Nice to be on. Who, who's talking there? That's Joey Volani. He's our groomer here, and and he's a Jersey boy. I'm a Jersey. I'm an old Jersey stagehand. I actually worked with you a couple of times. All I, right, uh, now set up your lights and sound. When was it? How long ago? I'm gonna say three years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for the nice words. I appreciate it. You know, it, it is amazing that you, you're still going. You're still going. What's this about? You know, you look around at all your peers. A lot of them, you know, aren't with us anymore. Many of them have quit the business, but you're still going. And, in fact, you're going on a malt shop memory cruise coming you up. You know how <clears throat> the reason why I keep doing this is because they keep asking. <laughs> Stop asking, Hal, then it's over, you know. Uh, but, uh, no, You know what, Hal? I enjoy it. And we're talking about something that I did uh, about three years ago. This is the third cruise that Time Life is doing, this uh, malt shop cruise. I did it the first one, and I want to tell you something. I had the best time of my life. Isn't it fun? I bet. It is the most fun because of the fact that, you know, you get the cruise, and you get to get on a great ship. You get to have, uh, you know, people put your... Your your uh, suitcases in your cabin. Uh, people ask you, would you would you like some breakfast? You want dinner? You want dinner? Uh, you get off. You go to you go to an island. You go to Puerto Rico. You go to Turks and Caicos. Uh, I get to sing. Uh, I get to meet people because this is one thing that's really interesting. And you know, the people that go on this type of cruise are big fans. That's why they sign up. Well, you know what's great about it? They are they are such fans that you know I don't just do my show, pal and go into my cabin or uh-huh. try to hide. I get around. I talk to the people. I take pictures. We reminisce. I go to the pool with them. I go to the different ports with them. We have breakfast. We wow. have lunch. Nobody is crowded to where you're waiting in lines like a, a book signing or anything like that. You've got Dion. You've got Bobby Rydell. You've got uh, Darlene Love. Wow. You've got Ronnie Spector. You wow. Got Drifters. So there's, there's music. From morning till night, uh, you can dance, you can wear poodle skirts, you can wear your T-shirt with the pack of cigarettes, you can have your ducktail just right. You know, it's that kind of a cruise. And, you know, it's amazing is the fact that this is the third one, which meant from wow. the first one to this one. And that here's something that's really good, Hal. Mm-hmm. For your listeners out there, if they want to do this, there's an early bird special. You know, they have these in restaurants? Yes. Well, they got this on the cruise. There's an early bird special uh, from now until April 30th. Anybody who calls or gets online, maltshopcruise.com, 
they will get a reduction in the price of the cruise. Oh, you got to love that. Yeah. Mm. Isn't that great? It's a seven-day cruise, too. And I'll tell you what, they're selling pretty good, Al. Yeah. So, uh, if you're thinking about it, make your mind up real soon. I'm, I'm actually going to sign up today for this because this right. sounds exciting. And I'll see you on board. Now, I'm looking at a picture now from Time Life, Life magazine. On the front cover, you are uh, hugging a big, beautiful dog. What dancing with a dog. Dancing with a dog. Who was that dog? This is a great like picture. A collie. That had to be uh, my dog. Believe it or not, uh, her name was Dee Dee. Dee Just like Dee Dee Dinah, my first hit record. <laughs> Oh, wow. Have you had a lot of animals in your life? I don't know much about... I love animals. I still have animals. I'll tell you what. Not only animals. I have eight kids, ten grandkids. Wow. And at one point, we had... Listen to this. We had four dogs, 23 outside cats. Oh, my gosh. uh, Wow. A horse. Wait, a horse. And a goat. (laughs) The goat. I want to know. You get all those animals. How do you add a goat to the mix? Well, you know what? I had bought this place, and it was like a ranch, you know, and um, we had lots of weeds that were growing, and someone Uh said, you know what you ought to do? Get a goat. I got a goat. Not only did it eat the weeds, it ate my pants, my jacket. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Do you have any animals right now? Yeah. I've got uh, two dogs. Uh, That's about it. We're down to just two dogs. Are they ever amused for your music or your, your inspiration? What, my, my, my dogs? Yes. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's all you, huh? Oh, that's all me, right. <laughs> you know, I have to say, I'm, I'm like a tongue-tied teenage girl. I have to say, my the beach blanket bingo movies were my oh, favorite. we love those. Huh? I did. fun. I used to watch those over and over. Me and my sisters would crowd around the TV and see who got the front seat, the best yeah, seat in the house. You know what? They were so much fun to make, and we had such a great time. And, you know, we're talking about making those pictures... Our shooting schedule was 15 days. Pretty short. Oh, my my God. Of course. You know know what? Our films at that time were the cost of the production cast and everything was (laughs) $350,000. Things have changed a bit. I I bet $350,000 at that time was uh, incredible. No, no, no. no. $350,000. But I'll tell you what. Our first picture, uh, Beach Party, came out in the theaters. And the gross was twelve million dollars. Wow! Wow! Seventy-five cents to a dollar. That's incredible. So you're talking about a picture that was doing really sixty, seventy, a hundred million dollars. That is amazing. Okay, yeah. so let me give out this website because I know there's listeners that want to sign up for this, and you want to sign up now because you're going to get that discount first of all, and second of all, it's probably going to sell out. Yeah, I'm sure it will. So if if you're thinking about it, you know, make up your mind. The early bird special from now until April 30th, you get a good uh, discount in price. Why not? What were you going to say, Joey? You want me to sign you up, too? Okay. (laughs) We all want to sign up. Come on on, Joey. I'm ready, Frankie. All right. MaltShopCruise.com. MaltShopCruise.com. And, and of course, everything you've heard on today's show, you can find links at AnimalRadio.com. Frankie, thank you so much for blessing our airwaves today. Hal, thank you, Joey. Nice talking with you again. And Judy, I didn't say hello to Judy. Hi, Frankie. It's so good to talk to you. Nice talking with you, too. Thanks for the time. Okay, that's all we have time for today. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook. Very good, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye-bye. This is Animal Radio Network.